0: I'm Jessica Lad, and you're listening to The Tuned In Mom Show, Episode 135, The Truth About Slow Living and Practical Ways to Get Started. Hey, friends. Welcome back to another episode of The Tuned In Mom Show. Thank you so much for returning back again. We are continuing the Unhurried Life series here on the show, and today we're going to go in a little bit deeper about slow living. Last week on my podcast, The Opposite of an Unhurried Life, I talked a little bit about it, but today I want to go a little further and share with you where it came from, as well as some easy and practical ways to get started. So slow living, here we go. It has definitely gained a lot of traction over the past several years. We see it pop up all over on social media these days. And if you've watched any YouTube videos about it or you have seen a post or two on Instagram, it might be kind of confusing and a little bit daunting at first. So you might be wondering what the heck it even is. Is it seeing who could be the best at minimalism? Is it making sourdough bread in your kitchen from scratch? Is it having a closet full of linen t-shirts or an aesthetically pleasing home? Or is it really only reserved for some day? when you actually have time. Yes, slow living is sort of a version of those, but no, in general, slow living is what you want it to be. Yeah, it's really cool to follow others who lead the pack, but in general, slow living is supposed to make your life more enjoyable and not less enjoyable. If someone else's made-up rules don't serve you or they are stressing you out, let it go. And to be honest, slow living isn't really anything new. It's actually been around for quite a long time. It originated back in the late 80s in Italy when a mission was started to fight against fast food and unhealthy meals. And guess what they called it? The slow food movement. And it didn't stop there, you guys. It was actually such a successful movement and made such a great impact on people that it actually expanded into other parts of their life too. And that's where the term slow living came from. It's all about taking things at a more relaxed pace and enjoying the little things in life. So to me personally, slow living is really intentionally deciding how we'd like to live our lives. It's a mindset. It's knowing... That you have the ability to define what is enough, what is good, and what is important in your life, rather than it just being decided out of thin air or for you by default. And a couple things to note here is that there are no hard and fast rules for slow living. There really is no one-size-fits-all, you guys. You get to decide what pace is the perfect pace for you. I feel like you come into it with an attitude of gratitude and, you know, an appreciation for what you have instead of what you don't. So that might be removing stuff from your home that no longer serves you to appreciate the space that you do have, taking your time to cook a meal and enjoy it at the table with your family, going on walks without your phone, you know, playing with your kids again the possibilities are endless. You set the tone and you set your pace. Slow living is really about figuring out what works for you and what makes life worth living. So ask yourself, do I want the bigger house and the car and the fancy clothes and the latest gadget for my kids? That's completely up to you, mama. There is nothing inherently wrong with the desire to have nicer things. I have that same desire, you guys. I, of course, want to have nicer things, but I don't want to have an endless amount of those nicer things. Many of us are pressured to want more and have more, do more, be more, and all of the things, but at the end of the day, those material things are really not what we want or what we really truly value either. So if we take on this consumerism type of mindset, we're going to wake up one day with a list of things to do that make us look worthy on paper and a house full of things we don't even want or need, and it gets us the furthest away from who we truly are. I have thought of this, an equation, more stuff equals less us. The more we have and the more we cram our homes with things we don't need and fill our minds with these messages that we need those things in order to be happy, it disconnects us from the life we really want to create. So if you find yourself in that place, Mama, I want you to know you are not alone. And my hope is that what I'm about to share with you next really helps you reconnect with yourself again, and find your way back home. So let's get into some of the practical ways that you can begin your slow living journey. First, I want to encourage you to write out four things that are important to you. And I know this is going to be difficult to do at first, but I invite you to just try it. Just try it out and see how it goes. Because many of us think in our fast-paced way of life that there is no room for change, right? We get into this habit in this autopilot mode of living our lives a certain way, and we feel like it just has to stay that way. And this just isn't true. If you want to live a different kind of life, it starts with awareness of what you want to be different, And it begins by writing down what you truly value. What hits home for you? What gets you excited to wake up in the morning? I'll be the example here to get the ball rolling for you, and maybe some ideas will start popping up into your mind. So, for me, I have a ton of passions, you guys. I love motherhood. Being able to create such a loving and beautiful childhood for my kids is something that I will never, ever take for granted. I have this longing to just let kids be kids because childhood is the sacred time of learning and growing, and it isn't time for hurrying up the process of having them become adults. I also love to read and write and create and podcast and connect with the community and sing and eat and clean. Yes, I do actually find joy in cleaning my home most of the time. I love date nights at the dining table with my hubby and just so much joy and peace and love for life because we only get one chance at this, you guys, and it's not too late. So what can we say that I value most based on what I just shared with you on my passions and interests? Number one, probably family. Number two, home. It's what I value is good, whether that's like home educating, cleaning, working, cooking, all the things. I feel like home is just my safe place. I value connection and I value creating, creation, bringing things to life, sharing it with my family, sharing it with friends and all of you guys in my community. I love that process. So I hope that by me sharing some of my examples, it gets you turning and spinning those wheels and helps you create your list of four values. So next, I really want to talk about something that's a little bit tricky for a lot of us. Let's talk about your perception of time. Here's the truth, you guys. We all have 24 hours in a day. That is the facts. It is truth. We know that to be true every single day. <laughs> Yet, we often think we need more of them, more hours. But I'm going to let you in on a little secret here today. When you get clear about your thoughts of time, everything shifts. You know what I've realized? I sometimes feel like I'm super busy and have no time for anything. But when I actually look at how I'm spending my time. I learn it's not always the case. I think I got addicted to the idea of being busy and always doing something productive or meaningful, but that's not necessarily true. It's okay to take a break and enjoy some dang downtime without feeling guilty about it. So I want to invite you to evaluate how you spend your day. How do you perceive time? I actually asked my son the other day what he thought slowing down meant for him in his own life. And he gave me the example of not rushing through homeschooling. And I thought that was such a great and impactful revelation for him because I was giving him, you know, some information and some ideas of what I thought about talking about for this episode. And so I just asked him, what do you think? when I say the words slow down or slowing down. And that was the first example. He said not to rush through school, take my time, really concentrate on what I'm working on. And then he gave me another example. He kept going. And it was so cool to hear this, you guys. He went on to say that when he's getting ready to watch a show for his, you know, allotted time, Not to spend so much time just scrolling through all of the videos, trying to decide what to watch, but using that time, maybe the first two minutes to intentionally decide in his mind what he wants to watch, and then immediately just go to that video and just stick with that video. And I thought that was so cool. How many times have you and I done that as adults where we sit down to work or something like that, or we sit down... Also to just watch YouTube and then all of a sudden we're sucked into YouTube land and we went down a rabbit hole of completely different videos than what we decided to watch in the first place. So I just think that is so awesome how he came up with those things all on his own. And I used that example to show you that when you're given the opportunity to decide what you think slowing down means... It's then you become more intentional with how you spend your time. And another note I want to stress about this exercise is that it helps you get clear on your thoughts about time and how you actually spend it each day. It is not really a tool to help you get more done and be more productive. If that is a byproduct of doing this and using this tool, then amazing. But it's not to show you where in your schedule or where in your day you can fit more in. It's really just to show you how you actually spend your time. Not only that, but to also remind you of why you're slowing down in the first place. You want to go against the grain. You let go of the hurry sickness and start an unhurried life revolution. We want to begin saying no to thoughts and beliefs like, I need more time, time is slipping away, we have to hurry, I don't have enough time. And I want you to consider how those thoughts make you feel. Here are some questions I want you to ask your brain when it offers you some of those thoughts. Why am I even thinking this thought? Is that even a thought that is serving me right now? Could we all be wrong? Maybe we are wrong, you guys. What if we actually have 24 hours a day each day on purpose? What if that exact time was intentionally created for us? What if I have exactly the right amount of time I need to do what I need to do today? What if there are enough hours in the day? Now, if those questions are true then it's only fitting to allow yourself the free time in your day to explore this idea of slow living even more. Go deeper by setting aside that white space and that margin to think about and question slow living for yourself. Give your brain a reason to believe you have enough time, you guys. Intentionally carve out that white space on those little paper squares. Trust me, mama, it will help you protect your time. All right, the last practical tip and way you can start to think about and practice slow living for yourself is go analog. Grab a book instead of your phone. Every single dang chance you get, it is so easy to get sucked into a scroll hole. But when was the last time you got sucked into a good book? one that you couldn't put down. For me, I actually started my hobby and my love for reading again at the beginning of the pandemic in 2020. And I honestly, as soon as I started reading again, I forgot how it felt, how good it felt to get lost in a book, to slow down and actually just train my brain to just focus on that one thing. And you know I couldn't mention picking up a book without giving you my super amazing recommendation, the only one that I have talked about since probably, I don't know, February or beginning of March. It is The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry by John Mark Comer. And the Cliff Notes version is that he examines how our modern culture, which values consumerism and speed, can lead to stress, sadness, and a feeling of disconnection from God. He also suggests that by slowing down and spending time with God and simplifying our thoughts and possessions, we create a space for him in our lives and we find happiness and purpose in that but John actually also goes into saying that, yeah, implementing a practice of simplicity is going to be difficult, especially when it comes to observing rest. So he recommends that we turn off technology and spend a day focused on being present, expressing gratitude, and really reflecting on what matters. Overall, this book provides real solutions to the problems of distraction, distress, and disconnection caused by our fast-paced culture, you guys. So if you want to find more peace and fulfillment in your life, I so highly recommend this book. I actually gifted it to my mother-in-law, and she absolutely loved it. And I will continue to recommend this book forever and ever and ever. Amen. So that is what I have for you today in this episode, The Truth About Slow Living and Practical Ways to Get Started. So once again, let's go over the three things that are ways you can begin. So first, write out four things that are important to you. Secondly, how do you perceive time? Really start to get deeper with your perception of time. What do you think about it? How are your thoughts? Where is your mindset according to time? And then lastly, go analog. Pick up a book instead of your phone. These are the top three practical ways and tips to start a life of slow living. The unhurried life that we all crave, you guys. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode so, so much. Have an amazing rest of your week, and I will catch you right back here next Tuesday for another episode in the Unhurried Life series. Thank you for tuning in to the Tuned In Mom Show, where you feel empowered to do it your way, create a jam and a rhythm that feels good to you, inspire others to do the same, and grow into the person you are becoming in the process. Thanks for tuning in, friend, and I'll catch you in the next one.